0: hello this episode is the official coronavirus survival guide it's going to be packed with practical information so listen to it fully and remember to subscribe and in these crazy times for some reason a quote from charles dickens a tale of two cities the opening paragraph seems to be very irrelevant it was the best of times it was the worst of times it was the age of wisdom it was the age of foolishness, it was the epoch of belief, it was the epoch of incredulity, it was the season of light, it was the season of darkness, it was the spring of hope, it was the winter of despair. So listen to know more. hello beautiful people welcome to my home it's 3:20 pm and i'm here in quarantine doing my social distancing in real life but connecting with you over the ether seeing the out of this room how empty the streets are it's like a zombie apocalypse today's episode these are crazy times people getting sick the vulnerable dying the economy halted jobs threatened, clients stopped spending. All these are very good reasons to be afraid and to stress out. However, all that negativity shrinks you, it scares you, and it kills any and all of your ability to find solutions, to adapt quickly, to be ready when the tides will turn. This episode will give you practical tips, useful ideas, and new ways of thinking so that you can use this difficult period of time to become stronger and better. Coronavirus is a health pandemic, but why is it a psychological pandemic as well? I'll begin with a story. It might be an imaginary story, or it might be very true. Imagine a world where there are 9,000 small islands. Each island is on a beautiful blue sea with luscious green forests, and plenty of food for all the inhabitants. And every five years or so, somebody fishing will get attacked by a shark. The island will grind to a halt. Everybody will be scared. People crying. People shocked. And they will stay that way for two or three months, maybe less. Then life returns to normal. That's their situation. That's their habit every five years or so. But remember, this island has not, this world has hundreds of islands that are totally separate and they rarely hear news of each other. So all they hear is the bad news of somebody got attacked and then peace for five years. Now, imagine the islands have a high definition broadband news TV station that is working 24 hours. Broadcasting on the biggest screens all the latest news from all the hundreds of islands. What happens then? It means people, because of how many islands, will hear almost every day a death caused by a shark attack. It will feel real. It will feel close to them. It will be as shocking as if it happened in their, their backyard. And so people will go from two or three months of uh, shock every five years to daily shock, where they get hammered with videos of shark attacks and people mutilated and people killed and their heads cut off. And all they'll do do is shrink and die and never ever have the creativity or drive or optimism or passion that they would have otherwise. This is not to reduce the importance of the coronavirus pandemic. It is catastrophic. But it's a bit of a gripe on the new system and how it makes the world the whole world a small village where so many catastrophes are happening yes but they all feel like they're happening in your own home in your own backyard so the reaction although very 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 appropriate is a bit asynchronous you know it's from ancient times and modern times that are different but let's move on corona is a problem i mourn the death of any person and I really stand with anybody who gets sick from it. It's not little. Just know that news, even without exaggerating anything, they will get you scared off more than appropriate. Okay, let's talk about something a bit more psychological. Any future planning and action is state dependent. What does this mean? It means that as human beings, the way we feel determines the memories we remember and all the future possibilities we see. If you're happy, you remember all the happy good times when things worked for you, where suddenly things seemed to be easy, where results came very fast and that smile of success couldn't leave your face, and you feel like a winner. So when you think of tomorrow and the day after, all you see is going from success to success and you plan for the best, taking action knowing that everything will be okay. But if you are in a state of panic and scare, all you remember are the bad times of the past, all the dangers that are possible in the future, and you shrink. You don't take action because every course of action seems to be filled with threat. So how people feel determines what they view as possible in life. It determines their whole future, how they feel today, because that's the lens that they will view the world through. It's like having rose-tinted glasses where you see everything as positive, versus darkness colored glasses where everything seems like a danger to you and a threat to your survival that's the situation we're in another very important idea you know they say that human response to threats is fight or flight that's not really the full story what happens is that we have three possible responses to fight which is only about 30% of the possibility to flight, to run away, which is 30% of the possibility, or to freeze, where in many, many situations you can see it in the animal kingdom. If a cat or a prey or a gazelle or any animal smells a predator, it will freeze. It will stop breathing, stop moving, fixate its eyes, and slowly move them around so that it doesn't attract attention to itself. And that is a very, very common response. It's what we're going through right now in business. People are scared, and the natural response to this invisible enemy is to stop taking any action so that the danger will not notice them and get them, at least. That's the evolutionary instinct that's at play. Today, people are filled with negativity. The news and the reality and the fact that this is a danger to life makes people freeze and flight they run away to shrink deeper and deeper into their comfort zones so they get smaller and smaller within their comfort zones and making it shrink more and more barely they're doing anything filled with stress keeping to the familiar staying in quarantine in their homes a very important step and there are ways to do this many ways but it's important that you get control of your emotional st- state. You have to get a state that is realistic, balanced, and positive so that you can see reality accurately rather than viewing the future as being bleak simply because right now things are really, really filled with bad news. You know, Then when you feel normal and balanced, any decision or plan you make will be appropriate it will be from viewing reality the way it is, rather than viewing it worse than, that, than it should be because of the negative stress running through the person's veins. Okay, now let's talk about business. How are your customers and clients behaving right now, today, and in the foreseeable future? As I said previously, people are shrinking and confining themselves within their comfort zones. They're not willing to take a risk or take action. And two thirds of their decisions are fight, flight or freeze, not fight or take action. What does this mean? It means they will not respond to opportunity marketing messages, nor to improvement marketing messages. And let me explain those definitions. What's an opportunity marketing message? That's when you say to somebody, or your life is in this situation, but you can change everything totally, or your business is this way, you can totally change the way you do everything so that things are more comfortable, the results are better, so that you succeed more. It's like saying to people uh, to move industries, to reinvent themselves, to begin investing in the stock market, anything that's totally new, they haven't done before, that will have a positive impact on their lives, like changing their diet, whatever, all that, is opportunity. And people, when they're shrinking in, they don't look for opportunity and don't respond to it. Because by definition, opportunity is new. And what is new is outside their comfort zones. And they're not willing to do that. That's more of a future orientation to your marketing and sales. The past kind of way is improvement marketing messages, which is to say you have done things this way before. We can tweak them to get better results. And what happened is that there is a kind of trauma that people involuntarily feel when it comes to this pandemic and any big catastrophes where they think, anything I have done in the past, that may might have caused this bleak present, this catastrophe. So people have a trauma of um, trying to change what has worked before, even if it's unrelated, or even to continue it even further, because they think maybe Uh, for example some people with factories they will think oh my god maybe it's the pollution that i have created through my factory which is leading to this coronavirus and the problems in this world and so if you come to them and say oh i can improve the efficiency of your factory they will not respond or people might be doing business in a certain way and what they do they will do more of it and listen later why this is a big problem to some people something specific just wait a few minutes, but let's continue with this. They will double down on it and do more of it because there is a fear of I have done this so far, I have survived. If I change anything about it, I might die. It's a type of OCD response. So people do not respond to opportunity and they don't respond to improvement. All they respond to right now are things that directly will help them cope with the COVID-19, coronavirus, emotional and objective problems. People want to save themselves. Imagine you see somebody drowning. They're in deep trouble, gasping for air, and can't breathe much. Can you go sell a house to such a person drowning or a delicious, tasty ice cream cone or a new, more powerful laptop? You can't. The person will be like, to hell with all that. What I want right now is to get out of the water and survive. I need to live. So. It's important to check your marketing message. If you're presenting people with opportunity, it's very, very unlikely that it will resonate. And if you present people with improvement, it's unlikely to resonate. People right now who will make the most will be those who can help people cope and overcome emotional and real problems caused by this quarantine and the coronavirus pandemic. Okay, what if what you do doesn't help with this COVID-19 situation? You have to. Accept this hit right now. I'm not saying it's all bad. We'll present solutions, but it's going to be bad. And the way and what you should focus on, the opportunity, if I might say, without making it an opportunity message, but the right thing to focus on is becoming a thought leader so that you'll be people's first choice when this scary situation is over. Imagine it's like having a bank account and you're consistently putting money into it, filling it more and more so that later on you can withdraw from it. So right now, invest goodwill to be a thought leader to your audience to help and support them. And also focus on enlarging your audience so that when people are ready to leave their comfort zones, they have you on top of mind and remember the reciprocity of all the good things that you have done for them. There is this thought that people are bad and they're not they don't respond well to good things and i remember somebody even said no good deed goes unpunished which is not true maybe 0.5 percent of people are like that but the majority of people when they find you when they need you aka a friend in need is a friend indeed so right now a thought leader in this pandemic is a thought leader indeed this is the very best time especially to focus on growing your audience because the natural psychological instinct when people are afraid is they seek safety and the first thing they look for is a leader someone to give them clarity to understand the situation help them understand the situation better and give them a plan to know what to do so any audience increasing effort will be your high should be your highest priority and would be your highest leverage right now and it will work much much better And some people will tell me, but I need to pay the bills. What can, what can I do right now? And I'll give you a simple solution in a few minutes. But right now, I want to remind you of that Rocky Balboa speech to his son, which is one of the very best ones I have ever heard. And I listen to it often enough, and I always get something out of it. So please relax your mind, open yourself to any new lessons that you might get out of these words, and hear me. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. Although I don't really agree with that, but it's better to believe that and act accordingly right now than to wait, do nothing, and have too much hope. I I like a balance of medium levels of hope and medium levels of hopelessness, not really, medium levels of hope and medium levels of realization of the gravity of the situation. But I digress, let's continue. And I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you're gonna be because of him or her or anybody cowards do that and that ain't you you're better than that so you have to be willing to take hits sometimes and still take action to build an audience and move forward so what's the solution if you have bills you have to take an inventory of your own skills which is a simple process that you might ask me about if you're interested. And either way, calculate right now what are your very minimum expenses to survive and add to that whatever income you might be having or reserves that you have right now. Then inventory your skills and see what coaching or done-for-you services in anything you're capable of doing, even if it's totally unrelated to your business so that you have the income to cover your minimum bills. You might have lost 30 pounds of weight and you might guide and help a few people to, uh, ha, with your own perspective on how you psychologically were able to overcome it. You might know how to code websites and teach others how to do it. You might know how to write very good emails or anything else that you might be a good coach, consultant or anybody working virtually from their home so that you can survive these times. While at the same time, you create content and thought leadership, articles and audios and all that good stuff, so that you're poised when this catastrophe ends to be a true thought leader that emerges in the future. And remember, it's all part of the greater recipe of even greater ability and success. In ancient times, there was a ritual that we lost, but life doesn't care about that. Life gives you what you need, not what you want. So think about this. As an initiation, an initiation to all of us, to our whole civilization, we will face hardships in order to emerge stronger, like a phoenix who burns down to go come back to life as a miracle, much much stronger. View this not as a threat which will weaken you with its negative connotations, but, but as a test of life to make you stronger. And now I'll address a mistake. Many people When they see this catastrophic decrease in business results, they choose to yell harder, try to sell louder, to do more things, specifically to get money now. The problem is it doesn't match the psychology of your buyers right now. People need someone to support them and calm them down, not someone to ask them for money. Why? Because in hard times where people notice that their supplies are dwindling, when they go to supermarkets and find that a lot of things on the shelves are gone, it's empty. What they associate now is money equals survival. So if you ask them for money, that ancient hoarding part of themselves will feel, I need to keep money so that I can buy food in the future. If I spend it now, maybe, just maybe, I will lose, I risk running out and not having enough food in the future. So if you come and ask them for money, they view you as, view you as part of the problem, as a threat, as a, an agent of coronavirus, if you may. It's illogical, but that's how the psychology of human beings is. It's irrational. So if you're asking them for money, you're basically asking them to reduce the chances of their survival. It's not a good move. And in all cases, the story in mantra always applies. Don't sell, bond, story bond now more than ever. And if you have any questions or would like any help related to your business during these crazy coronavirus times, because really, during these hard times, even with social distancing, it's humans who are, when they help each other, they become strong enough to survive. Nobody can make it on their own. So simply email me at mentor at storybonding.com. M-E-N-T-O-R At storybonding.com. I am here to help and support you always. And make sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you get more of the right things. This is not going to be uh, watered down advice or views. You will get what works right now and get it as soon as possible. So subscribe to not miss out. And remember that these are hard times. And people, when they look at the news, all they hear is uh, deaths and sickness and people unable to get their treatments and an an invisible enemy invading their lands and threatening their lives and because of this 90 percent of people will waste this period of time hiding but not you this period is exactly the time where you can make massive leaps towards the success i know you deserve you'll emerge stronger and much more successful then people will look at you and wonder how did you do it? From where did you get all this strength, wisdom and foresight to begin working right now when everybody else couldn't or wasn't able to or had no emotional strength to do it? Then you'll laugh. You'll know that it all started today when you put in the hard work while others didn't. When you listen to good resources like this podcast and implemented, then you'll be strengthening yourself so that you can not only survive but also be able to help others better all the wisdom you'll accumulate by taking on life will will make you the best version of yourself and in this crazy world this coronavirus world you will stand out as a true leader by acting when 90 percent of people didn't remember this crazy time is your gym your emotional gym that will chisel away your weaknesses. It will leave you stronger. And from that strength, your true self will emerge as the hero of your own story. And I thank you for that. You have listened so far. I am proud of you. And I thank you for your time. Your time is valuable to me because time is life. Don't waste it. Every single moment that passes, whether today or tomorrow, is a moment where you can use to have more of the things you want in life, whether time with family, or whether having more financial security, or emotional balance and well-being, or more capability and expertise, or any of all the other things that are truly meaningful to you, I wish for you that you use the time to focus on those. You're special. You took the time to invest in yourself by listening so far, so take the next step and implement because action is what turns knowledge into power. Knowledge is potential, but action, implementation of knowledge, is what turns potential into real power. I wish you a good day. I wish you to hear fantastic news soon, and I know you will make it. So I look forward to hearing from you today, and more and more, especially when we all emerge stronger, when all this goes behind us and we remember this crazy time as a distant memory. Goodbye.